break it down, down like this. Welcome along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. It's good to have your company here once again as we go through another fartlek session. I hope you guys are enjoying these fartlek sessions. I'm getting some good feedback on these workouts from you guys who have tackled them. So thanks for sending that through. So this week, oh, and my name's Hayden Chairman, by the way. I forgot to mention that little piece of information this week. It's episode 84 and the workout is this. It's very similar to last week except we're flipping it on its head and adding a little 30 second effort at the end of each of the sets. So it's three sets of the following. Three minutes, two minutes, one minute and then 30 seconds. It's a fartlek workout which means you do it at uh, whatever pace you feel but I'm sort of suggesting between 10k and mile pace. So that three minute effort maybe more like 10k effort and then that two minute maybe you'll speed up to around 5k effort and then that one minute block maybe more like 3k effort and then that 30 second block right at the end will be more like your mile pace now between each of those little blocks is a one minute jog so you go three minutes faster one minute jog two minutes faster one minute jog one minute faster one minute jog 30 seconds at kind of that mile effort nice and quick then you'll have a three and a half minute jog warm down after the set before you dive into the second set and then you've got a third set so three sets of three minutes two minutes one minute 30 seconds one minute jog between each of the uh, each of the blocks and three and a half minutes between each of the sets So I love this workout. I and as I always say, the fartlek sessions are some of my favourite all time. They feel good. They feel right. They get you out in nature. They get you on the trails. It's really nice for your body. It's really nice for your mind. I also love the nature of this particular workout in that you are running faster towards the end of the set. So you're accelerating. Now, why do I like that? Because it represents the nature of almost any running race where you need to back end the effort. If you've trained properly and you go out at the correct pace, it should feel reasonably comfortable at the start. But then as you start to get more tired and as you start to, to kick to home, the effort level, maybe not the pace, but the effort level certainly increases as you go throughout the race. Now this replicates that by, yeah, you get the one minute recovery jogs, but we're also stepping up the speed on each of the uh, each of the blocks within the sets. So the three minute one, as I said before, is more like your 10k race effort. The two minutes one, more like your, your 5k race effort. And then the three, the one minute block is more like your 3k race effort and then you finish blatting it out with more like a mile race effort for that 30 seconds so that's a really um fun way to do the workout it feels right it sort of feels logical and and how you progress through the paces um and it it gives you that that sensation of 
accelerating even though you're fatigued, even though you've pre-fatigued the body. So last week we did the reverse where we went one minute, two minute, three minute. And so you could sort of practice the faster running and um, at the start. Now we're flipping on its head. We're saying, can you run fast at the end of each of the sets? The other reason I really love this workout right now and in our sort of training phase um, and what we're progressing you onto is next week we're going to do some hill work. So we want to prepare the body with a bit of speed. So that's where those mile reps come in. We want to prepare the body for hitting hills. So that's why we're doing fartlek sessions out on undulating terrain. And we want to prepare the body with some intensity, hence why most of this is sort of around that middle distance type um, zone, which is where your heart rate's right up there, your breathing rate's right up there, you're cranking things out, the speed's pretty honest, um, it's good intensity practice before we get into hill reps. So it's a good preparation phase before some hills. So how are we going to tackle this workout? What are some tips that you need to know? So first of all, as I said before, undulating terrain is key. We want some some hills underfoot, but we don't want it too mountainous or too technical. You are going to be running fast in those 30 second blocks. So it's important that especially the, the latter half of each of the sets is that you're on reasonably predictable terrain. We don't want rolled ankles. We don't want you flying up a, a hill that's too steep or, or, you know, racing down a hill that's too too steep in the descent. So um, mild to moderate undulations is what we're after today rather than anything too mountainous. So be sensible around your, your course choice there. Definitely compared to last week, we want a bit more predictability underfoot. Um the other thing I would say in how to tackle this workout is those those 30 second efforts at mile pace. I, it, it's similar to a sort of pace that you might do for your stride sessions. And I, I've been thinking a bit about how to describe these lately. And I like to, especially in terms of a fartlek workout, call it happy fast. Like imagine you were being chased by a dog or, you know, a big dog, you'd be sprinting all out. You know, you, you're really gunning it. <laughs> you're running for your life. But imagine you were chased by a chihuahua, a friendly chihuahua who's, you know, playful chasing down the beach, whatever. It's that kind of pace. Like I'm not scared, right? I'm not running scared. I'm just running at a nice fun pace that feels good. feels right. I can stretch out that stride and really open up the stride, get my arms pumping, feel fresh and fast, but not getting really massively fatigued and emptying in the tank and ending up puking. So Keep it happy fast rather than uh, fatiguing fast and that will get you in, in the right zone to, to keep this workout fun and free, which is what we, what we definitely want out of it. Okay, the thought for the week. How do you know when you need to take a rest? How do you know when you need to pull back on the training and add in the flip side of the coin, which is the recovery. You know, I I think as new runners, we quickly understand that we need to do lots of training. (laughs) You don't get fitter without doing the training, without doing the work, but you also don't get 
fitter without doing the recovery that matches that work. It's the flip side of the coin and that balance can easily get out of whack where you do too much training in terms of mileage, quality, too much workouts across training and not enough recovery and suddenly, bam, you're injured, you're sick, you're just run down um, and you need to um, have earlier noticed those warning signs that you need to add more recovery. So what are those warning signs? First of all, I want to look at some of those golden rules and this is where you you can kind of get a, um, a very... What, how do I call it, unclear image of, of potential imbalances. It's very unclear because uh, I'll go into more detail on how to get really nuanced, but they provide a very broad brushstroke in, ter- in terms of your training stress. So the first little golden rule that I'll put out there is that every three to four weeks, you probably need some sort of down week, some time where you pull back the volume and or quantity and you allow your body to bank away those savings. Feel like a normal human being for a week. Allow those those training gains to materialize. You'll come back fresher and stronger. So every three to four weeks, you need that down week. Now that's true in most cases, there's always exceptions to the rule. The other rule is that for every mile that you race, you need a day afterwards where you are running at a nice recovery pace or you're taking a rest day. So that means if you're running, let's say four marathons per year, you probably need around, so a marathon's 26 miles. So for every marathon, you need about 26 days afterwards where you're in recovery mode. Now, over a year, that's 104 days of your year is taken up with recovery mode. And th- that brings us to that, that discussion of maybe four marathons in a year is a little bit too much to race. Maybe you need to just target two. Um, reduces the amount of recovery you're going to need, which also means that you can increase your overall training volume um, throughout the year, which should make you fitter. So long-term gains ahead of um, short-term enjoyment of doing lots of races. So always need to be balanced out. The other big golden rule is that 10% rule. So are you increasing your mileage more than 10% per week? It's a good sign that maybe you're just overdoing things a little. Now, everyone's different. I've seen people do more than 10% and be fine, but you've got to work out what other stresses are going on. It's not just about mileage, that number on your Strava weekly account saying how many Ks or miles you did. You've also got to take into account the quality of those miles. You've also got to take into account your cross-training and your other life stresses. So, but if it's over 10%, there's, that's a good little broad brushstroke warning sign that things might be out of whack and you need more recovery. Okay, four little tests, aside from those golden rules and air quotes, here's four little tests that you can use on a daily basis to understand if you need to just correct the balance of that training versus recovery. So the wake up test, what are those first 10 steps like? out of bed when you put your feet on the ground and walk to the bathroom or the kitchen or whatever what are those first 10 steps like are they really ginger have you got a lot of tightness through the achilles or hammies are you kind of bent over um 
how supple are you first thing in the morning? This is a really good sign and a really good measure to compare day to day. I know after a big hard workout the next day, I'm pretty locked up and probably the next day as well. But after the third day, I might start to be feeling a bit fresher. So if you're not seeing that that freshness come back in those first 10 steps, this is a good sign that there's some chronic training load fatigue going on that is crying out for some recovery down days and or a down week. That's the wake up test. Related to that is the warm up test. So when you do go out for your run, assuming it's the same time of day, how long does it take to get into that rhythm? How long uh, are you feeling um, like things are tight, like the blood's still just pumping to areas that haven't seen it for a while? How long does that take? And, and and how fatigued and, and locked up do you feel? That warm-up, those first five to ten minutes are really revealing in terms of how that balance is looking, training versus recovery. So pay attention to how, the way that the body's feeling in that warm-up. Third, I'll put out the mobility test. Now, a lot of you hopefully will have a regular, maybe a weekly or, or a twice weekly stretching routine, whether that's a, um, a yoga class or, or just doing some stretching off of, of YouTube or one of our tempofit.org uh, videos, little stretching routines. That's really good if you're doing the same stretches to understand, okay, is there any limited ranges of motion here beyond the usual and a good little stretch that I like to use is called the Jefferson curl that's where you stand with your knees locked nice straight legs you roll your vertebrae down like you're rolling it off a wall and reach down with your fingertips as far as they can go now remembering where they reach each time is really revealing in terms of you know how locked up is that posterior chain you know, if it's two days after that hard track session that you did, maybe those hammies are pretty locked up and that little mobility test is a good sign of working out, yeah, they are locked up. I do need more recovery. I shouldn't go and do that hard session today. Maybe I'll leave it to tomorrow or the next day. Finally, what does your body feel like when you're doing workouts? So is there any difference? Is there any reduction in terms of what you've been expecting from your body? And the three types of workouts that I'll, I'll just hone in on today. So have you lost a bit of athleticism? Have you lost that ability to jump or dance or move around or, um, you know, play play football out on, out on the, the field and, and kick a ball around? Have you lost some of that athleticism, that ability to just get up and go and move in all sorts of directions explosively? If you've lost a little bit, it's a good sign you're needing a bit more for, more recovery. What about those workout splits? Are you struggling to hit those splits? Despite feeling fitter, you sort of just like, oh, okay, I thought I'd be a bit faster than that. It's another good sign that there's just some deep underlying chronic training load stress going on and you need probably that big, nice drop back week to recover properly. And then what about those long runs? How? What are your paces looking like towards the end of those long runs? Are they... Are they reducing because you're just tired from a heavy uh, week or, you know, are you able to, to feel nice and nice and poppy even towards the end of your long run? So three elements there that you can hone in on. What's the athleticism looking like in general movement? Um, 
what about in workouts when you're trying to run faster? Is is that getting harder or, or potentially easier? Um, and then what about just your everyday running speed? So they just reducing a little. It's a good little warning sign that you need to balance the scales on the recovery versus training load. So there's some tips for you, a little bit of food for thought on how to tune into what your body's saying. And look, recovery is the key, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you can work your backside off and that's all good, but you quickly can end up injured. You've got to maintain that balance in your training um, and make sure the recovery is just as hard as the training. Well, slightly longer episode this week, but thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you for all the, also all those people who have rated and reviewed the, the podcast on, on Apple. Um, if you haven't done that already, we love some five-star review, um, reviews. They really help to spread the word, get us up the, the sport and fitness charts on um, whatever podcast player you use. And feel free to share this with your friends. We don't advertise this podcast. We rely on it organically to spread throughout the world. World. so feel free to share this with your training mates I would massively appreciate this but get out there have fun with the workout it is one more time three sets of three minutes two minutes one minute 30 seconds started around your 10k race effort finish those each block at around your your um, mile effort jog for one minute between each of those blocks and jog for three and a half minutes between each of the sets have fun with it last week of fartlek before we get into the hills you yeah.